Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Would you like to be rich? What do you think? I think we all kind of know our answer to that question. Yeah, sure, it'd be nice to have extra money coming in. It wouldn't be nice to have all those worries gone, right? wrong. We looked at last time we were together, we looked at how sometimes the world can influence our thinking and make us believe that if we have more money, then our worries are going to be gone. This is indeed the delusions of prosperity. You know why many people lay down restless at night is because they are disillusioned by the fact that, hey, money or an advancement in my career or raise at my job is truly going to give me rest for my soul, and that is simply not the case. Last time we were together, we kind of looked specifically at the lies that the culture teaches us in regards to prosperity. We look at the first one they teach us, that you will miss out, right? You're going to miss out. So you better go strive for more and get more and get all you can and can on you get and sit on the can, right? Because you're going to miss out on something, something out there. And we hate to miss out. We hate it. It's a gut-wrenching feeling for most people. And we looked at how the business world even uses this desire in us of not wanting to miss out. They use it as a monetized scheme to get what they want, right? The secrets, hey, buy into this and you'll have the secrets that nobody else has. Or if you buy this that for a limited time, right, you'll be a special person because you'll have this before anyone else, right? You're going to miss out if you do not give your everything in pursuit of prosperity. We looked at that one, but we also looked at another lie that culture teaches us is that more stuff equals more happiness. Of course, this is all coming from my new book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World, where we debunk these lies of our culture. And we talk about, later on in the book, we talk about what's the remedy for our restlessness. Well, right now we're in the reasons. Reasons why we are restless, and it could be simply because of prosperity. It could be because we have believed the lie of the culture that more stuff equals more happiness. The more stuff you have, the more money you have, that's what's going to truly make you happy. And my Sunday school teacher used to always say, everyone is on a happiness quest, 
right? And I think he's so right. Everyone is looking to be happy. Everyone is looking to have joy in their lives. But understand, joy does not come through a paycheck. That might be a good reward for you. That might be something you can definitely be proud of, working very hard. That's a foundational principle we find in Scripture, that if you work hard, then blessing will soon come. But understand that if we make our life about the blessing and not the blesser, if we make our life about getting more things, we cannot expect that to give us rest for our soul, to give us true happiness. And then we looked at also the third lie of the culture, that the more money you have, the better of a person you are. And we looked at reasons why that cannot be true, right? Money cannot be used as a measurement or as a yardstick of how much faith we truly have. Because if that was the case, then poor people, we could look at all of them and say, well, they just don't have enough faith. When we look at missionaries going to foreign fields and we see that's that's not the case at all. Or you flip the other end of that coin and you say, well, that person over there, they have a, they're rich, so they must have a lot of faith, or they must be in tune with God. And that's not always the case. God blesses material, with material things. God can bless a wicked man. Okay, God can give to a wicked man. could be uh, very rich, a billionaire. So understand it's not by amount of money that we have that changes our behavior and changes our fundamental nature and who we are. That's the lies the cultures like to teach us. And I'm going to give you a couple more because I think it's so important that we understand. We understand the delusions of prosperity and understand this is why many of us are restless. Another lie that the culture teaches us is that power only belongs to to the rich. Some people are not as much enamored with wealth as much as they are the power it claims to give, right? People want an elevated platform with a bird's eye view of their kingdom. They like to sit at the top of their kingdom and look down. It makes them feel worth something. It makes them feel like they are on top or in control of something. It's a scratching to the itch of being on top of the world, above the rest of the competition. But listen to what Sam Polk, a former Wall Street broker, said about his past profession. Think about this. He said, we are smarter and we work harder than anyone else, so we must deserve all this money. For what it is, the rationalization of addicts. From a distance, I can see what I couldn't see then. That Wall Street is a toxic culture that encourages the grandiosity of people who are desperately trying to feel powerful. Wow, what a statement. I think that's so true. Some people, they don't, uh, they don't like the idea, well, a new truck to them doesn't really sound all that great. Or a big house is like, well, I really don't want that. But maybe they just want to be rich. They want money. Why? Because it will give them control of their life. If you've seen any of the financial ads on YouTube or on social media, uh, what is a lot of times their point of sale? What are they trying to sell you on? They're trying to say, hey, take control of your life. Take control of your life. Do what you want to. Buy VIP tickets to the Super Bowl. Buy that lake house you've always wanted. Finally quit on your crummy boss. If you create this side hustle or you do this thing that I'm telling you to do, uh, then you're going to be happy. Then you can have full control 
of your life. So some people, they're not really drawn to the money itself. It's really just the control to do what they want to do. But here's the reality. The reality is that many Christians believe the lies of culture because they want to call the shots in their life. I think sometimes we get sucked into this way of thinking because we are the ones who want to call the shots. We are the ones who want to make the decisions in our life. But the moment you invited Jesus into your life, a war of the wills commenced. Understand that, that a battle of your flesh and the Holy Spirit of God within you ensued. And so now what do you have? You have the Holy Spirit and you have your fleshly desires that wants everything contrary to the Word of God, everything contrary to God's will for your life, that does not desire natural things. And you constantly have these two forces pulling one against the other. And whomever you allow to take the seat will be the one to whom you give the power or the control to. Ask yourself this question. Are you responsible enough to control your life. Probing question, isn't it? Are you responsible enough to control your life? Well, let's compare resumes. Let's compare resumes. Let's sit down in front of the Holy Spirit, like a job interview, and let's compare resumes. First up, let's look at us. Our resume is our heart, the Bible says, is desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? You cannot trust your emotions. You do not have much power of your circumstances. You cannot change time and its effect on you. You cannot promise tomorrow. Your pride is all you have to live by without Jesus. Selfishness is often hard to come by. You cannot love unconditionally. Your mind and body become weak and tired. Restless is the best word that describes you when you don't start your day with Jesus. You are not perfect. Hmm. Well, let's flip the page over and let's look at the Holy Spirit's resume. Remember, we're trying to decide who is more responsible to call the shots in our life. Here's the Holy Spirit's resume. The Holy Spirit has a pure heart. His instructions and wisdom can always be trusted. He has the power to change your life and your circumstances. He's already in your tomorrow He will not force his will on you. Selflessness is one of his most beautiful qualities. He is the great healer and redeemer of the soul. His love knows no bounds. In fact, he is love. He never sleeps or becomes tired. He is the originator and the giver of soul rest. He is indeed perfect in every way. So now let's go back to our probing question. Who should we trust to call the shots? Who do you think is more responsible or more of a reliable source for our decisions? I would dare say that is the Holy Spirit of God. It's true. Wealth will give you some control of your life. You know, it'll give you some power. But understand this, powerful kings have fallen because of deceiving counsel. They've chosen to listen to themselves, to their own wisdom. The Bible says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct their paths. But they lean to their own understanding, or they lean to their peers' counsel, and it leads to their destruction. We see that many times in the Bible. 
You can't expect the world to look you in the eye and tell you the truth. You cannot expect to look deep within your deceptive heart and find peace and rest. And that's a big thing in our culture today is, well, if you can just be introspective enough, if you just look into yourself, if you look into yourself long enough, you're going to find darkness. You're not going to find your true self. There's a there's a group of people out there today that thinks, well, if I just look at myself long enough in the mirror, then I'm going to come away with what I need to do to fix myself. The Bible says to judge yourself. Yes, that means to look at yourself and see what's wrong. But judge yourself how? According to the Word of God. right? The world is not going to tell you the truth about you. Your heart is deceitful. It's not going to tell you the truth that you need to hear. It's going to tell you what you want to hear. So we have to understand that the world thinks if I just am rich, then I will have the power to control my life. If I just have enough, then I can control my life. And they spend the rest of their lives finding no real meaning and satisfaction. Why? Because they believe the lie that rest will come in the security of their riches. So let me ask you, what lies of the world have you believed in regards to prosperity? What vain pursuits have become the anthem of your life? Right? Because you realize, as we said earlier on, that you can be a believer, you can be a Christian and believe the lies of the culture that prosperity will give you rest, that riches will give you rest. You can be a child of God and lay up for yourself riches on earth and live for this world. You can do it. But understand that every moment that you spend living for the world is a moment that you have sacrificed spending for God. Every moment that you have chosen to work for this world, to work for financial gain, I mean, aren't you fed up already? I mean, aren't you just worried and fretted and fearful enough already? Why would you need the stress and the strain of financial worry on your shoulders? You say, well, you don't understand. You don't You don't know my job. You don't know how much I make. You don't know the financial. You're right. I don't know the financial responsibilities that you bear. But I do know that Jesus literally owns everything. And if we learn to give our everything back to him, if we learn to just say, God, this is not mine, I believe that's where rest starts. Because what does he say in Matthew 11? We'll get really deep into this verse later on. But what does he say? He said, come unto me. There's a lot of Christians that are so busy going everywhere that they're not coming to him. They're going and trying to get. And Jesus says, everything you looked for is right here. And I've had it all along. All you've had to do is just come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. I encourage you, if you haven't done so already, pick up my new book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World, and follow along with our study. This is a free audio series that we're putting on our website at Tyler A. Robertson, the letter A, Robertson.com. And uh, it's a free study, free to you, where you can just kind of go to one place and see it all there. But I'd love for you to get a 
paperback copy of the book as well, where you can really do a deep dive as well into the truths of soul rest. And you can follow along as we journey in Matthew 11, journey through the lies of the culture, journey through what Jesus says about them, and how we can have rest for our soul. Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tyleraroberson.com. tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.